Everyman Podcast. <laughs> yeah, brother Jay. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Dude, I am thrilled to be here today to talk to you, my brother. Uh, yeah, brother. Pumped up. Okay. I'm uh, hydrated and uh, had a great weekend. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to talk about the XFL. Are you ready to talk about the XFL? Listen, I've been I've been talking about the XFL for 20 years, okay? <laughs> and I am so excited that mm. the XFL is back. And mm. um, you know, they have this slogan, you know, for the love of football, and I'll tell you what, it's accurate. It is accurate. I'll second that. It is accurate. I'm feeling I'm feeling the love. Of, so to get before we get too uh, deep into it here, um, I want to explain a little bit about uh, what happened. So, um, reached out to the XFL about uh, covering uh, the team this year, and they graciously uh, extended an app and uh, offer to uh, to to cover the team, uh, the New York Thank Guardians, you. and uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, it's a it's uh, as a fan of football for the love of the game that we all have mm-hmm. here at the Everyman Podcast, of course, Daryl. Uh, mm-hmm. Has played the game at uh, every level, the highest uh, levels possible, and mm-hmm. um, has uh, provided. I mean, if it wasn't for football, professional football, this podcast wouldn't exist. Daryl and I wouldn't know each other. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, that one of, one of the things that really uh, connected us, you know, in my music journey and Daryl's football career. So it's kind of interesting that uh, you know these things come together. So um, first and foremost, you know, I want to thank Jared. Uh, and Gina at the at the XFL New York Guardians um, media media relations team. They are uh, absolutely top professionals. And 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 Daryl and I, you know, we we go to we go to a lot of events. And and uh, mm-hmm. our field produce, producer Joe Spina, who you'll hear on, on the interview here um, today, he he attended the event as well with me. And they were the best. They were great. Super, super gracious. Uh, very welcoming. Made everything we needed. They, they got us access to, um, you know, all of the, the, you know, Wi-Fi and just all the little things that help you get your job done when you're out in the field. So really appreciate that. So thank you very much, guys. Thank you kindly. Um, so, uh, and I talk about it a little bit more in, in, in the interview, so I don't want to get too into it, but went up to MetLife at like 1030, you know, I'm an early guy. I like to be early for everything you know i'd rather be mm-hmm. a half hour early than one minute late I'm, I'm there you go i got a problem like that so i'm sitting there early. i'm not supposed to you know it's 11 o'clock is checking or whatever yeah. um and uh you know i like to talk to people so i started kind of just talking to the fans in the parking lot and dude there were lying there were cars lined out the back when i got there people were were like cautiously like oh yeah you know it's, uh, i'm excited i don't know what to expect and then i would talk to people like the xfl is back like they were like ready to go man. they were ready they were, to all, go they were lathered up they were ready they were all <laughs> lubed up and ready to pop at uh, 10 30 in the morning in, in the meadowlands so i love it i i was i was pumped and and i was asking people like you know because i saw you know a mix of you know, Giants jerseys, Jets jerseys, couple Eagles jerseys, and then I would see like, you know, a Tim Tebow Florida Gators. You know, I saw I saw that guy like fifty times uh, throughout uh, throughout my morning and, and on the way out. Um, but there was a lot of obviously it was like football fans, but then you would see WWE merchandise, and obviously, you know, this is a theme I'm going to th- call back to here. I'm a I'm a big passionate 
WWE fan. And, you know, they have a very hardcore following in, in this Northeast corridor that's, you know, there's a lot of us. Um, so, you know, you see people walking around their Ric Flair jackets and their Macho Man jackets. And, you know, they're, they're, so, there was, so there was that. So I would ask people that, you know, were wearing football stuff, like, hey, are you a WWE fan? I would say probably eight out of the ten people I talked to, oh yeah, oh yeah, huge. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because if you, yeah. if you know, and and again, we're not here to talk one thing about you know, we love the NFL, yeah, and and we're gonna just I'm I'm gonna make some comparisons about you know most NFL fans are probably not WWE fans, which I think is right. interesting. So mm-hmm. so there are people that exist that are both. I mean I'm I'm one, you know. Um, I'm one. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's interesting that they're kind of pulling not only the the, the football fan, but the, the sports entertainment fan, which is really cool. So, oh, yeah, back to the to the MetLife. So MetLife, you know, we get in there, we go right up to the to the uh, press box. And it was my first time in that press box. And it was lovely. You know, they had a great little sandwich spread for us. Salads. You know, they had do. You know, I was hitting the Did you get a sa- Did you get a sandwich? Or oh, did dude, you some good- listen. Let me tell you something. I, I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a lovely uh, turkey and cheese on multi grain baguette. Ooh, okay. Multi grain and a wonderful chef salad. Okay. And a little okay. and a nice Mountain Dew to top the whole thing off. And in the third quarter, I I hear a commotion behind me. What is it? The cookies are out. And Boom. You know, we're getting cookies. So, Boom. again, shout out to the MetLife uh, shout out. Uh, cooking crew there. I appreciate your work. Um, it, it kept us going. So that was that was awesome. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so the fans, the fans were excited early in the morning. I mean, they were pumped up, and that's, that's to be expected. Now, you know, once we got checked in and we put our stuff down and got, got our, you know, I got my iPad set up and everything and – we went down. They had this uh, Toyota Fan Expo. It was like a pregame Toyota tailgate, right? In the Toyota section of MetLife. So if you've ever been to MetLife, they have the the Toyota, you know, sponsored area, and uh, they basically brought the tailgate idea into the stadium, which I thought was what it it, it was crazy. I've never seen that before. So the theme about you know my observation at the XFL. Is that this is not only is it professional football, but it's a live event. Oh yeah, and it's it's something that you need to go to. And I don't. So I'm not saying. I mean, I'm not getting. We're not getting paid to say that. I mean, it's it's something. If you're a football fan, or you know, and and you're also a fan of just a good time, like I'm telling you, this is this is something you want to get in on. So let me get this straight. There was an in stadium tailgate. That is correct. In, in within the confines of the stadium, yes, there and, was a tailgate. And, and let me tell you, you're wondering like how That's how do you do the logistics of something like that? Awesome. Well, it was pretty brilliant how they did it. So the the gate, the main gate, they opened up at noon. The kickoff was at two o'clock, and outside the stadium, they have that. Uh, it's like a I don't know what they call it. It's like the Pepsi Gateway or something, and mm-hmm. they have like. They had like a punt, pass, and kick set up, and they had some of the assistant. Uh, they had some coordinators and stuff that were working with the kids, teaching them. Right. I, I mean, they had heavy bags set up. 
they were teaching them how to run run around and and throw into the and what do they call that they they throw into the little yeah, yeah. Little, the, the gauntlet for the, the the little net guy yeah yeah so they're doing that they're they're kicking field goals i mean it was really cool so dude so you got families running around doing that there's music playing you know and outside outside the thing they had all the food and and drink vendors open out there for for the parents so parents are you know, parents are getting a drink or whatever, and kids are playing, eating hot dogs, having a good old time. And uh, so they had an entrance to the Toyota Club. And basically, they just said, hey, you know, get in line. And then they were scanning people's tickets there. So the main gates didn't, I, I don't think they were all open yet. But like, if you wanted to come into the Toyota Club and go to the fan tailgate, so right. people just came in. And dude, we, we walked in there and it was packed. I mean, like, Jeez. I mean, to like, I've gone to probably forty NFL games, and it was like the amount. I mean, the amount of people was just as busy as any NFL game, and, right? And you, they had, they had a DJ, they had the dance team, they had giveaways, they had, you know, uh, the the United States Army was there doing the doing the flag presentation in the color guard, and they were like, it was so cool. They were all in uniform, hanging out, you know playing cornhole you know with kids wow. just having fun like you know people playing connect four all those little bar games that you like like yeah they were just hanging out in a really cool environment and like nobody was it was everyone was happy to be there there wasn't anybody yeah. that was like yeah we're gonna get like there was no you know what i mean right. it was just a fun and not like a kitty environment i mean it was just like if you were if you were there were bros there that were lit with their chests painted no shirt and hair dyed you know what i mean <laughs> There was those guys, and then there was you know families of four having a good time. So cool. It was it was so a cool. real interesting experience because it was like wow, like I want to be, I want to hang out here, I want to be involved in this, and it was like a something new, you know. That's so cool. And the the fans were by then people were like because they came in and all of the signage was New York Guardians, and they have mm-hmm. you know. They have some really cool uh, team names and logos. I was, you know, pumped about them already, but now I really like the Guardians because, like, I mean, it looks cool. It's got the red eyes. It's, you know, it reminds you of the other New York team, you know, and right. you got you got people like I would say maybe thirty percent of the crowd before the games even started are wearing New York Guardians jerseys. People or kids are walking around with footballs. I mean, again, similar to a WWE event. They had the little merchandise things all set up, all lined up, and they were just churning stuff out. Koozies, necklaces, hats. <laughs> I mean, I got a hat and a koozie. You know, I was there just, I was pumped up. How yeah. can I not? And yeah. uh, it, uh, I mean, it was truly like, there was a buzz. And, That's so cool. And it felt like a, it was like a playoff game buzz, but people were just excited to be there. I really like the fact that, you know, the the fans were engaged and that you had the amalgamation of all those different you know, sports leagues coming together as far as football is concerned under, underneath the flag of the XFL. And, and just to have a good time, you, you got to think, you know, when was the last time you'd seen some engagement like that that just kind of gets you pumped up, you know, and primed and ready to go before a game? I mean, like outside of a the the NFL playoffs or something like that, you know, when when the stakes are higher. But this is the I mean, we're talking about the beginning of the season and it's and it's like this. That's pretty special. I'm telling you, man, it felt like a mini WrestleMania, like the same 
excitement, the same kind of people, um, and just it was fun and lighthearted. You know, like yeah. it was very the the vibe was very different. So from from there, we they graciously granted us access onto the field. So we we thought that we only had like 15 minutes on the field. And they're like, oh no, you can go down now. And we're like, all right. So wow. went down there. Was you know again as a as a passionate football fan. You know, walking through those hallways in MetLife, looking around at, you know, the, the oh, there's the Giants locker room, you know, there's the Jets locker room, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's the coaches club. Like, I mean, it was very, very neat to uh, see behind the scenes there, you know, for the first time. So we walked out on the field and again, all of the sideline stuff, all of the equipment, everything is brand new. Yeah. It yeah. was it didn't feel like you were in somebody else's stadium. It felt like this is the home stadium of the New York Guardians, which yeah. I think is critical, you know, um, to the to the vibe that was going on there. And yeah. and so we we walk in, we uh, we we go to the left. So we're in the you know the end zone. Um, the Guardians are stretching, so they're doing their their stretching routine, and. Like right off the bat, I'm like, man, who's who's playing? This is a pretty good, you know, selection of music. They wonder who put this together, and I'm like, yeah, they hit, it's really smooth the way the songs are going into each other. I'm like, they, who's <laughs> yeah. doing this? And then my, you know, Joe, you know, goes, uh, hey, buddy, look over there, and DJ John Black, check him out on Instagram, DJ John Black, B L A K J O N B L A K. Um, he's got dude like on it's above the field level it's like cut out in i think it was like a place where they put a a camera right. normally in the end zone yeah so he's like kind of directly behind the goal post full dj setup he's got his wow. headphones on dude he's scratching he's got <laughs> and i'm like i'm like wow the guardians have a dj for pregame i'm like this is That's fucking so awesome cool. and i'm thinking like they're going to these guys are going to be pumped up and then they're all yeah. playing the songs that you know, then I, I found out actually each XFL team has their own song. They have like their own theme song, which is sick. You know? Nice. And uh, anyway, no cheerleaders. No cheerleaders. The Guardians no cheerleaders. cheerleaders. No, but they had a marching band that came out that was really good. <laughs> they had an awesome uh, young singer. Uh, but I'm thinking, oh yeah, the DJ's uh, jumping ahead here. The, the DJ was running the music the entire game. Wow. Like all of the songs in between plays, everything. And he's scratching, okay? And it was like, I love, a, that's like an art form, you know, scratching. No, it really is an art form. And like some yeah. people think it's like a, you know, a true DJ is that's an art form. And DJ John Black is an artiste. There you go. Shout out to the good, to the good doctor. But uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like that alone, like that is some stuff that, whew, <laughs> that's gonna be you know what i mean that's the kind of stuff that draws people into the stadium two hours before and then yeah. the music's going the fans are pumped up the fans are getting pumped up by the music the players are talking to the fans because right now these are like the first like the first xfl fans for these guys you know right. and like the the fact that all like fifth like i think it's like 51 of these 52 young men are guys that were at one point on an nfl roster and these yeah. are these are guys that are hungry. They want to show the world. You know what I mean. And we got to be there, watching them. Like, and there's fans are going nuts. 
t- dudes are already taking their shirts off, banging uh-huh. on the thing. They were getting told, like, hey, you got to really, you know, there was a guy that just ate a thing of cheese on the camera. Like, the, 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 the fans are, like, and the cool thing is it's, like, like Bill's fans came down and we're doing all the crazy table shit in the, yeah. you know, and, like, before you know it, people are going to be drinking Everclear out of bowling balls. And wow, dude. I'm telling you, it's the, f- if um, attention all freaks and fun loving people mm-hmm. the, you know like you're gonna love this it's it's a great yeah. fun time it's you know in a safe way uh you know, it never felt like it was out of control it was just it was no, all no. fun stuff you know like like i said yeah. like like sil- like a dude just eating a whole thing of cheese <laughs> now that's gonna be a thing we're gonna yeah, eat man. the cheese you know people like are gonna Homer start Simpson. yeah people can start eating the cheese in the fourth quarter when we need a good i don't know what they need but we're gonna do it without your cheese yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. it's gonna be without like cheese dude i love it i love it so the fans are you know the fans are pumped up obviously so so basically i'm saying you know there's a fan situation unlike other uh I can't compare it to any pro sport that I've ever been to other than, you know, obviously it's football, but it was, there was elements of going to, like I said, like I said, like a stadium WWE show where Mm -hmm. each time there's a break in the action, there's an MC who's talking to the audience in the stadium, Mm. giving away t-shirts up, doing quizzes, doing this, doing that, selling tickets for the net. Like it was constantly engaged. There was never like, and I noticed because obviously up in the press box you get you're looking down at the whole thing. People were staying in their seats, you know, like they oh, were, yeah. they were there for the whole thing. Yeah, which, people weren't moving around. They were they were staying right there. They were tuning in. They were tapped in. Yeah, and and, and the the attendance, the official attendance number we were given in the, in the press box was seventeen thousand six hundred thirty four, and in a place like MetLife, that's hard uh, to visualize, you know. But I'm telling you that. The average NBA game attendance is seventeen thousand eight hundred forty nine last season. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that is a professional sized crowd, oh, and yeah. um, you know, their next home game is in a couple of weeks. They've already sold out of the thirty dollar tickets. Mm. So, I mean, the lower bowl, you know, could be sold out. The seat, the Seattle team, you know, they they put up some more tickets. Their stadium's going to be near sold out. Almost thirty thousand people. That's awesome. Up this week, it's pumped up. So, let's get into the uh, football end of it shall we football aspect baby so we're on the field you know i've been on the field a couple times for nfl pregames obviously daryl you have participated uh in these <laughs> pregame warm-ups and yeah. uh in my perspective and you you please correct me if i'm wrong here it sets the tone for what you're going to see in the game and no, absolutely the body absolutely. language you know what i mean like who looks timid if i mean nobody usually looks timid these guys are all warriors but you know what i mean mm-hmm. some who looks confident who looks overly confident who looks like they are confused about what they're doing you know all right. that stuff matters so so we spent equal time uh kind of standing behind the guardians end of the stadium watching them warm up watching them run plays and then yeah. you know we observed you know what what the guardians were doing on the other side so or what the what the tampa bay vipers were doing on the other side rather the guardians were Ready, I mean, the both teams were excited, but they were. I think mm-hmm. they were excited because it was home, you know. So, yeah. but right off the bat, I mean, they looked tight. You know, they looked the, their plays that they were running. You know, their their walkthroughs of, of plays. Everybody was moving the right way. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of, and neither were the Vipers either. They were they were all the same, you know. Um, yeah. But I, I think that 
made us start going, oh, you know what? This is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just the way it was set up. You know, it was and, and you've you've alluded to this, you know, since we started the uh, the cast tonight, like it's all professional. So for, for everybody coming into the stadium and they have the, uh, you know, what is this going to be? Look, when you actually see it and you see the presentation, like, don't be taken aback. This is the XFL, man. Like, this is this is professional football at its finest. Like you just said, you know, 51 out of the 52 guys they have on rosters. I'm hoping, hoping that number is correct, and I didn't. No, it you is. Know, That's it. it is, yeah. It, it, so these are guys who were on former NFL rosters, so they know how to, you know, buy into what it is they're supposed to with the pageantry, with the way you're supposed to, you know, you know, move through the motions as a professional they understand it this is a business but they're they're on display to uh help pump up that fan fan engagement too so i think some of the the things they do differently is when they come out of the stadium they don't wear their helmets so you can see the players see the faces you know that's huge they want they want the people at home to connect to these guys on a personal level Mm mm-hmm Matt McGloin grabs the mic before kickoff. Cuts a promo. I mean, th- this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is the entertainment to the sports that Mr. McMahon, uh, you know, the guy basically invented this concept and has mastered it over an incredible career with the WWE. And we're seeing that come to life in the in the the form of professional football and it was to see it actually happen and be realized because i am like i said i was i'm old enough to remember the first xfl tommy maddox is mm-hmm. my favorite player of all time and if you think i'm joking i can show you the 8 by 10 autograph that is up in my game room i love that guy he was the first mm-hmm. xfl mvp okay I to to see it realized fully like this was amazing. Well, I uh, I think too, which is really cool for me, and and especially being here at NFL Films where stories are king, to see the stories in motion because of the access that they get, that's granted to you and afforded to the players because of the XFL brand, it's really neat. Like you're saying, you got Mac McGloin cutting a promo before the game, right? You got Mac McGloin and you got Aaron Murray the Tampa Bay Vipers quarterback, they're talking, they're having essentially an interview before the game even starts. And they're just talking about how they're feeling about being pumped up about the moment, about their teams, about the practicing and the, you know, um, you know, the training camps that they've both been through. Like, where do you get that type of access at? That's pretty cool. Well, they made it seem like it's not again. And this is the, the, the contrast. Everything's a state secret in the NFL and the mm-hmm. XFL. They couldn't be more happy to share it with you. And like, I'm not saying one is, you know, I'm just saying I enjoyed seeing, and it's not going to, but here's the thing. It's not going to make me any less of an NFL football fan. No, not at all. It's a whole different thing. So that's, what's so beautiful about this. Well, it's, it's almost like if I were to try to equate it to music, you have your straight and lace tones, right? You know, the stuff that you you generally listen to most of the time. And then you got like, like I said, those stories that are found in things like, you know, the blues or jazz and stuff like that. And XFL is, is really hidden at home like blues, man. And I love it. I really do. Yeah, I love it. 
I love it. So let's uh, let's get back to talk. We we got I got distracted by how cool the the promo was at the beginning. But um, <laughs> so so the the pregames, uh, you know, it was cool for me. Obviously, uh, you know, I got to stand kind of near, not really near, but he was on the field, and I was about ten feet away from him. But your your former head coach, Mark Trestman. Hey, um, my man. Got a ton of respect for that man, and um, tons. It was cool to see him kind of, you know do this little whistle and point thing and everybody does what they're supposed to do. I thought that was pretty sick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a couple of the players we saw, I mean, again, McGloin looked, he was poised from the time we got there in the, you know, in the, the pregame interview to the promo, he was pumped up. And I saw mm-hmm. a quote of his after the game. And he said, you know, this is the most fun I've had playing football in a long time. And this guy has been a walk on in college He's been a walk-on, essentially, undrafted free agent in the NFL, started as a rookie. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's experienced all facets of professional quarterbacking. And uh, he's he seems like a guy that, you know, they were talking about Landry Jones a lot. Landry was injured uh, for the Dallas Renegades, so he didn't play uh, this past week. But um, Landry being, like, the face of the XFL, I think McGloin's going to end up being the face of this, team, of this league, dude. Him and uh, the the guy from the Battlehawks, this he's got a Whoa. great story and he's he's uh, fun to watch. And I'm tell you what, I'm just a drummer, but the man <laughs> looked damn good all game long. All just game. like dropping, like throwing darts all over the field. Big yeah. big long passes. Dude, Tons the of long time. ball was there. The long ball was there for him. It was awesome. And he was he's running out in the bootleg dumping the ball down the field and they said so like joe horn jr you know son of legendary new orleans saints joe horn senior Mm -hmm. his son is a wide receiver on the guardians and uh he kind of joined the team late they were saying so uh once they get that connection going i mean they they had they missed a couple times but um they they connected a few times and they were hitting my boy darius vito victor yeah the baby tank this guy baby tank i think he's baby I'm, tank. I'm pretty sure he's my favorite xfl player so far baby this, we saw him we saw him uh in warm-ups and we're like nobody if you get him the ball in the open field nobody's gonna be able to take this guy down no. and then sure enough we were watching for him to come in the field he got a couple passes out of the backfield man he was just and he i think he had like three catches for 39 yards something like that yeah rolling people over oh rolling them love him. rolling so just- Ping pong. Boom. Hope we're gonna get Darius on the on the podcast here soon. So, big big fan of him. Mm-hmm. McGloin throwing darts. Uh, again, couldn't couldn't wish for a happier story for him. You know what I mean? Like he's just oh, no. family man. He's from Scranton, PA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Walk on, loses his job, fights for his job back. Lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Always being told. No, you know, Lunchbell kid, baby. Right, is, he is the everyman. That Matt McGloin is 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 absolutely an everyman. So he's mm-hmm. we're, we're going to get him on the podcast soon here in a couple weeks, and I can't. I'm I I objectively tell you this, Daryl Campbell. Not only am I a fan of the XFL, I'm a fan of the New York Guardians, and I cannot wait to see what happens next with this league, and I mean. What what do you what do you think of McGloin? What do you think of the the play that you saw? I mean, what what is your expert opinion on what what you saw this week? 
Um, you know, for me, for for Matt, Matt for Matt McGloin, period. You know, it's it's. I don't want to make comparisons, but I'll just I'll just I'll just stick to the facts, right? So good quarterbacks are able to execute pre-snap and post-snap. The great ones are. The good ones are. The Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's of the world. They can do this, right? Let's see what it was. It was first and 10 on the 12. They're in the red zone. They're already up 7-0 against the Tampa Bay Vipers. Condensed defense, right? The Vipers show a two-deep shell early. Early. This is pre-snap, right? Matt McGlunn is in the gun. He sees the boundary side safety come down over, I think it's uh, Blake Powell, tight end flexed off the line of scrimmage, off the formation. That's his man, indi- that's his man indicator. So he says, okay, cool. They go from two to one. Now they're playing man-free lurk. I'm in a two-by-two set. <laughs> I got Kobe Pearson. Man, six foot, six foot one on a DB. I know I'm going to beat him at the jam. I got all this space because these <laughs> these guys didn't realize that I see this post uh, pre-snap. Bombs over Baghdad, man, touchdown. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, like, that's high-level quarterback play. That's high-level quarterback play. To, see, to, 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 to be in that situation, to see them switch from two, to go to man-free lurk, to know that that, that boundary side safety is coming down, he's going to go with Powell, who's motioning to the other side, post-snap, I know exactly where I'm going. He turns, Pearson, over the shoulder, beats him at the jam, touchdown. Like, I'm sitting there looking at this, and, dude, this is the type of stuff that's, that's happening on Sundays. It's happening in the XFL, too. That's professional ball, man. And I'm going to be honest with you, Matt McGloin is a cowboy out there, and I love it, man. He's he out sure there is. killing it. He's, He's slinging out there killing it. it, man. Slinging it. And so, I mean, slinging. and that's – that's just pre-snap, right? If we're talking post-snap, we're talking about him, you know, looking off safety, throwing a deep ball. We're talking about him getting crossers, you know what I'm saying, hitting crossers. We're talking about him hitting the ball down to see tight windows. Come on, man. That's pro ball. That's pro ball. Not leaking out of the pocket too late, not breaking contain, not really going off script, but knowing exactly what's in his skill set and executing at the highest level possible. Dude's 30 years, 30 years old, man. Lunch pail kid, hardworking guy from Scranton. Fucking kicking ass, bro. Dude, That's it. I take him any day. And, like, I'm telling you, I the quarterback is the most important position on, on the field. And, and, and they, every single quarterback, just about. Yeah. Because the New York Guardians defense was all over Tampa, like, dude. like uh, white on rice. It was, it oh, was, dude. they were. They were badass, but you know that. But regardless, the quarterback play that I saw across the board in every XFL game was not mm-hmm. only high level and professional, but it was competitive, and it wasn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the key word. Yeah. That's the key word, brother Day, brother Jay. Competitive. Think about it. If you, if you think about the other leagues that have tried to, that have tried to materialize, and you know they were unsuccessful. Okay. It's the it's the competitive nature of the game that starts to wane on as the game goes on. That didn't happen. These guys were tapped in from beginning to end. And you had that extra benefit, that added benefit from the XFL game of keeping fans engaged. Dude, with access, with fun, you know, like with activities. Dude, not only that, and I forgot, I, I got to mention this. Another reason why you want to be at the stadium 
they have an app. They have an awesome XFL app, which I highly recommend you download and check out. It's got all the scores and stats and everything you want to want to check out there. But Play XFL is an app where inside the stadium, you it only works when you're in the stadium, and you there's a twenty five thousand dollar pick'em challenge, and then there's a five hundred thousand dollar you know uh, stats challenge. So it's like you know you, who's going to have the most yards in the XFL this week? Who's going to do this who's gonna do that it's like prop betting and uh you know one lucky fan in the stadium i can't wait to find out you know who i'm sure they'll they'll, they'll be excited you know somebody won 25 grand for picking the score of that game so um you know check it out if you're 18 and older and it's uh you know legal in your state so there you go uh you know disclaimer there but yeah that was awesome uh mcgloin total pro <laughs> total and uh total. Not only that, like seeing him, like uh, just kind of go balls to the wall and was running it into the end zone. Like he was, he like this is what I mean. He wants to be there. He wants to win. He's going head first over the over the center. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah. Run, like he's running all over the field. He wants to win. I want to win with him. I want to be on that team. You know, that's the kind of guy. And you know what? I saw, I read an interview uh, with him and he said, you know, I'm just going to do what I do. I'm going to play ball and lead a football team. Well, guess, guess what, bro? You're leading that football team. You're, you're, a, you're a man's man. You're the every man. And, uh, every man, baby. Pumped up. Can't wait. Can't wait to, to uh, chat with him. So, yeah, football was great. Broadcast was great. I mean, again, it felt like pro. The DJ. I've never seen anything like that. Scratching. Scratching during a game. Scratching. Like, it was so cool. It was so, so cool. awesome, man. And, like, I I, uh, I just I can't wait to see more of it. So the, the new rules, you know, I think they, they made the game move quicker. You know, yeah. 25-second play clock. Yeah. 10-minute halftime. The 10-minute halftime went, like, super fast. Oh, man. Um, yeah. That was great. The... Uh, Every time a flag was thrown, the crowd was just booing because they just wanted to see football, which I thought was right. fun. Right. And um, but anytime they had it, there was I think maybe one challenge, maybe two. It was quick. Yeah. And they they put even inside the stadium, they put the live feed up of the the replay booth, and you know, they you see them del- figuring out why they're making the decision they're making, which yeah. not only educates the fan. Um, which is great. So you come away feeling like, oh, well, hey, yeah, but remember that one time, you know? Right, 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 right. Um, but the the interviewing players on the field, like, I love Pat McAfee. And I don't know if you saw any of him, but he is made for that kind of stuff. Like, he's talking, yeah. oh, I'm going to go see the guy that ruined this punt. And he runs down and talks to the guy. And he's like, okay. Like, he realized that guy's red hot and he's just going <laughs> to leave him alone. But everybody respects him because he was in the league and he's a great player and funny dude. But Brother I love Jay. that shit, dude. The access, we. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. This is. This is like. It's like. It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. What's. What's the secret word of the day? Access for XFL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody screams real loud. Like access, dude. From. From the head coaches, having mic'd up sessions where you actually hear them say the plays. You hear on 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 the broadcast. You hear them saying the plays to the quarterback. You get. The, you hear the. QB, you hear the QB's radio. 
like in his in his helmet, what he's hearing from like Trustman and all the like, dude, that's crazy. Like that that would never happen in NFL, man. It you know, would never happen. You know, everybody but the linemen have the radios in their helmets. Oh, that's. <laughs> and then I was thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. That's so cool. That's such an obvious improvement over dude. everything, you know. And I never thought about it before, but like, oh. That's why the huddles are so cool because they're getting it. They're all getting it. And they're like, okay, yeah, all right, let's go. Let's go to work. And it, and it, wasn't, like, it wasn't like gimmicky. It wasn't no. comical. It wasn't, dude, like it It played within the confines of the game, the speed of the game, like penalties. Penalties happen. It, you roll right through it and you get to the next play. It's There's no like this this long lull and then it has to, and they, they turn and they give the, 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 the referee his shine and he speaks. And then like 10 minutes later, and then you finally get the play going. No, dude, it's it like, felt- okay, cool. <laughs> I'll tell you what. In the face. All right, let's go to the next play. Like it's, it was, it was, it was so freaking awesome, man. It was like, so awesome. You know, when you watch like, uh, like, uh, the state of the union or something or, and they're like, Mr. Speaker, or like, and there's all this pageantry. That's what yeah. it like in hindsight, because c- you haven't seen anything else. Because yeah. like I said to you offline, I don't really, I don't follow or watch college football. I'm a, I just watch you know, pro NFL. And here, I'm like, oh yeah, like that is kind of interesting. You know, like yeah. this, fe- a lot of this feels like, you know, come on, you know, it's, it's like, so it's, it's gonna so be hard. Yeah, so integrated, and that's what I love about it. Because like you, like like right now, it's we're, part of we're the culture. About, it's it's part of the culture of the game, and like we're smiling and having fun, just just talking about yeah. the little nuances that like make the game so cool. Like if, if 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 you make a big play, right, and then like okay, like if 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 we're talking about just any other like professional like broadcast, you make the play, the play goes away. You wait for the network to get you to a replay, right? And you're like, right. oh man, now I can see it from 28 different angles. They're that showing I, you, you know, didn't know there was right. No. Not this one. Like in XFL, they make the play. There's an interview happening after that. Hey, so what were you thinking on that? <laughs> and it's so cool, man. And it's the, not and the players. Because that's what you're thinking about. You're thinking like, well, I wonder what went through this guy's head when he did that. But they're giving somebody you. somebody right there. They're giving you the realest answer possible because they're in the moment and they're working. And like there was a guy that was like. Got called for a holding. He's like, I don't know. I'm just out there trying to do my fucking job. And I was like, Yes, you know, like it was awesome because like I could totally relate to that. You know what I mean? And like nobody's mad at him because it's because he's just he's just passionate. He's at, he's at, it was accurate. It was an accurate statement. So you know the the broadcasts were amazing. I watched both games on Saturday. Yeah. I, I watched the games back on on uh, TV on, or on YouTube. Uh, you know after Sunday, and I'll tell you what, I'm not going to miss a game. Period, because it's engaging. It's interesting. It's new. I love football. It's quick. I can I can. I mean, it was it was manageable. You know, yeah. I mean, like it was just. It didn't feel overwhelming. It didn't feel like you're getting into something crazy because there's eight teams and it's easy to follow all like it's easy to follow the whole league in yeah. four hours in, in one day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's really cool. And Dude, ah. it's 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 so cool. Like it just I'm watching I'm watching a game and I'm looking at the broadcast of it and I'm thinking, how awesome is this? But then what I'm also thinking is. I'm looking at the fans and they just seem like they're so into it and there's no distance between 
the acts, the the players, and the like. They just felt like one thing, man. You know what I mean? And they were just feeding off of that. You know, they were just feeding off that feeling of being there with the place. It's almost like they're boys. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is like this is open like like these are our guys. Like you know, what I mean? and they're with us, and we're with them, and like it's. That's just the feeling that I got just just watching. You know and, what I'm and, saying? And dude, fans were yelling like they knew the players' names. They knew where they dude. went. They knew where they went to college. They were yelling at them like in positive ways. Like, come on, we need That's you. We mean. need you. Yeah. Like it was like it. Like I've never seen anything dude, like that's it. That's what I mean. Like and, they just and, like, and, with them. And Daryl, you know my my exuberance is is genuine because I called you on my way home from MetLife. I'm like, and you're like, I wasn't. I'm like, dude, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm phones blowing up. Bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing. <laughs> I'm, I'm glowing, you know, uh, two days later from, from my XFL experience. And I, I can't wait to go back, like I said, uh, to, to check it out again and to, to see everything that's going on with this league. So, um, you're going to hear next here. So, Joe, Joe, our field producer and, uh, you know, technical consultant, he, um, he and I did a little interview with, well, not really an interview. We just had a conversation about what our observations were right as they were happening. And we actually, we kind of live podcasted a little bit of the game. So it's a, it's a good time. And, uh, you know, thank you to, uh, Joseph for, for, uh, you know, coming out and, uh, meet me in the field and, and help me out with the interview and, and everything like that. So, uh, appreciate it. And, uh, I think with that being said, let's kick it brother. Boom. We're here live in the press box of uh, MetLife Stadium. That's right. It is uh, traditionally home of the New York Football Giants, but today it is home of the XFL Guardians, and I'm here with my field producer and uh, best friend extraordinaire. And uh, I guess technically you're my longest running podcast co-host. The original podcasters. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Spina. Pleasure. Make, making pleasure. his Everyman podcast debut. Hello, Joe, everyone. Thanks for having me. Joe and I uh, actually thought about this on the way here. Back in about 2004, we um, we were one of the first podcasters where we were recording long-form conversations um, and uh, posting them on MySpace. That's right. And we were getting some downloads, so we've been in the podcast game here for... We've been in the game for we a few covered, minutes. We covered the gamut. A lot of different passion points were being covered in yeah. those days. And, and we've come and gone, and now we've come again. And uh, we're here to um, come some more with the XFL. So That's right. wanted to kind of throw our thoughts down on, on what we've experienced here so far. So we got here around 11 o'clock and uh, went right up to the press box. We get there. There's a lovely luncheon spread out for us. Yep. Salads and sandwiches. I wanted to try and take a few sandwiches home, but... They got they got them all boxed up before I could get back in they line. They did. They knew you were coming. Yeah, they knew I was coming back. But uh, we, yeah, we we go down to the press box. We're in the front row, Everyman Podcast with our names. That's right. We've uh, we've had a, a proper welcome, full stat sheet, the ability to uh, really dissect the game and the league on multiple levels. It's been a lot of fun. First impressions. It's it's been cool because obviously uh, you know you and your professional life you're you're in the uh, media and advertising world and we're kind of taking a look at this from not only a football perspective but we're both looking at it from like a marketing and I gotta say right off the bat when I got here there, there were fans uh, lined up at the gate three and a half hours before the before kickoff um, ready to get in excited to be here um, 
So the fans, they're definitely here. Yeah, the energy, the energy has been really strong from the fan experience. We we even talked about the branding overall. We see some really really strong. I think the teams in themselves, if you can identify, I think it was a smart move on the Guardians' part, picking the word Guardian, having it yeah. related to the Giants in those ways. Um, they didn't skimp on any of the signage either. The, you know, the it's, a, it's a true professional production. It's like completely flipped over from what it normally is here, and you really feel like you're in the Guardian Stadium. Like there's mm-hmm. there's team colors everywhere, XFL branding everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the merch too. The merch, yeah, and that's another that's the thing that I think is interesting is that, I mean, here this is week one of the XFL this is the first time these fans have seen this uh, team, and there's I mean we've seen hundreds of people in Guardian. I mean we even bought some Guardians we merch. Did. That we're we did. wearing our Guardians hats right now. Got a Guardian dad hat. Yeah, you have to. Uh, team uh, official brand 47 uh, official XFL merch but yeah I mean seeing people walking around in in the jerseys um, I just I'm totally totally impressed by the Mm -hmm. fan engagement right off the bat yeah as am I I think another interesting observation was fans before they actually saw the product were willing to buy the product it's like buy the merch they bought into the brand right off the bat you know and they, they have this slogan everywhere for the love of football and you know it's I'm I'm buying into it and you know so we were down on the field uh, for about an hour before kickoff, and we watched we were we're down on the field for about an hour uh, prior to kickoff, and uh, one of the things I thought was really awesome, they have an on-field DJ. Yeah, yeah, really bringing all facets of entertainment together, for the fans, for the players themselves too. If you can capture that energy. Well, they were definitely vibing off each other. Like, you could tell mm-hmm. the players were excited by the music. And, I mean, when I say DJ, this guy, I mean, he had turntables. He was scratching. Mm-hmm. Um, it was legit. And it was something that I could see, like, the fans were energized by it. And he's just chilling in the end zone, like, with his little – he's got his computer table set up, his pioneers. And I'd say that, that to me, stood out as something that uh, – big difference that could be a big – draw to 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 this kind of thing and agreed um, if they lean in if they lean into that that intersection of making sure the star quarterback right is the face of the franchise they've already done that they let matt mcgloin speak prior to the game and welcome the fans in and and with the dj right bringing these different elements in making it more action-packed more inclusive game absolutely that can only work. well i think what was really cool was like you said right before the game um Matt McGloin, quarterback, you know we're we're a big fan of his. You know Pennsylvania boy. Shout uh, out, shout we out are. to the marvelous Matt McGloin. You know he was a Penn State uh, standout. Played, you know, played uh, some good football for the Oakland Raiders. He's, uh, you know, as we speak, he's he's having a great, having himself a great game here for the XFL. He's got a touchdown rushing and uh, over a hundred yards passing already. As we're sitting here, winding down the the second quarter, the game moves much quicker. Mm, yeah, they like they, it. Let's get into gameplay. They they keep the game moving, and the kickoff is interesting. I like how they change the kickoff. Um, some of the new rule changes, you know, there's no kick after a touchdown. It's either a one point, a two point, or a three point attempt from either the one, five, or ten. Uh, that's cool. Yep. The all punt, the, all the, the most are cool. exciting. All the most exciting plays in football are brought back in a way that is also it seems to be safe for the players, which I really like. But those kickoffs 
there's been consistent large chunks of yardage that gets and yeah. another thing is you know if you're starting consistently above the 30 really opens up the playbook which is exciting right. as a football fan you and know you can start on play action you can start out of the gun and do crazy stuff it's like they're they're opening up the field right off the bat like for more like you said more offense more excitement the whole way through mm-hmm. you know the during the two minute warning here they call it the comeback period where the the clock stops after every play so you know if you're down two touchdowns now you score two touchdowns and you go for the three-point attempt two times and you're back in the game Mm -hmm. you're winning the game so it's uh it's it's definitely serving the fan and i think also it's it's designed we've been talking about the rules the rules are designed for tv not the game hasn't had to fit the tv mold like yeah. like like the nfl and i think like the the overtime shootout rule is a great idea they've got so they have five attempts from the 10 yard line and and both teams have a chance to go and whoever scores more in the shootout wins the game and that's how you can with those exciting rule changes and and those plays being promoted particularly for television you have a better opportunity to win over a casual fan absolutely right? and somebody who who you know, as I've even admitted, I'm a, I'm a football fan, but it's hard to sit there for four hours. You know, on a Sunday, if you have some things to do, you can get yourself interested in these key moments and these key plays. You know there's always a chance for people to come back. You're going to have people tuning in. And, and I think, you know, just the game kicked off at 2 o'clock. It's 319, and it's about halftime. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the game's definitely moving quick, and it's mm-hmm. it seems like they want to keep these games at three hours. Um and it looks like they're succeeding in that end. Mm-hmm. Looks like Aaron Murray's trying to take a comeback here on the uh, the Tampa Bay Vipers. That's co- right. Coached by uh, my, you know, our, our co-host here, the big brother Daryl Cambridge Jr.'s former head coach Mark Tressman. Boom. Um, Shout out. A lot of lot of former NFL talent. Wow! Big catch and tackle. Mm-hmm. Wait till you see this. See, now this is interesting. You're gonna you're hearing us watch an XFL game in real time, but you're going to be listening to this three days later. So this is real exciting radio here this for is, everybody. This is meta. This is this is crazy. Look at this catch. Look at this. Boom. Boom. Oh. 85. That's gorgeous. That's professional football. That's a, that's that a professional is. football play. And mm-hmm. and I said before, you sit here and you, you watch from the body language of all the officials, the broadcast. I mean, let's also talk about the media team here mm-hmm. uh, and the New York Guardians, Jared and Gina, um, absolutely top-notch professionalism, uh, super accommodating, very friendly. Oh, absolutely. I felt like even walking in as, as a field producer today, you know, I was welcomed right away. Yeah. Able and to get the access that we bit. needed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, you, you do a lot of this kind of stuff, but, you know, in a different uh, avenue. But, I mean, to me, this is... I mean, this is as high a professional level as I mean any any other of the great professional things we cover here on the Everyman Podcast. It's really impressive. So, uh, shout out to uh, to Jared and the gang here for for being such uh, gracious hosts. And um, definitely, like I said, I you know trying to be impartial, but I'm a New York Guardians fan now. I think, dude. I think I might be as well. I, I mean, think I'll, I'll find myself in this hat. I love this. I love this hat. I love the color scheme. Maybe on Sundays um, I'll find myself in this hat yeah. in front of the TV. Maybe back here. Yeah, watching it on YouTube because you can't see. That's the other great thing. Mm-hmm. They're making this easy to watch. Like mm-hmm. it's on broadcast TV, but it's also on YouTube. You don't have to have mm-hmm. 
you know, you don't have to have some subscription or anything. You can easily watch it. Yeah, as you should. I mean, that social presence, I think it's fitting to... McGloin was trending. I think you you know yeah, right, right that too. Right when we uh, got on here, I checked on social media to see what was going on, and XFL is trending again. So two days in a row, top top trending search on Twitter. Matt McGloin is like the the number five trend in the world right now, um, which is insane. Which is proud, where he sh- where he should I'm like be. A proud Papa. Yeah. Watching McGloin. Am I older than McGloin or younger? I don't Marvelous even know. Marvelous Matt, I think you're like the same age. I, I think yeah, I think we're about scary. the same age. Yeah. I have some work to do. Yeah. To well, be, become the quarterback of an XFL franchise. Hey, well, look, man, we were out there on the side of the field. I thought a ball was going to come our way. We were both ready to catch it, and we were both ready for our opportunity to be scouted. No chance. And then we watched them play, and we realized we, no, we these can't are keep professional up. These are, athletes. These are professional athletes. These are superior. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, uh, we got to talk about the, the running back, number 27, uh, Darius Victor. Darius Victor. This guy is like five foot six, two hundred and thirty pounds of pure muscle and lower body. Remember, he looked like uh, like Ray Rice, but a bit stronger. Yeah, he looked like he and might not be bad for Sa- the world. He might be Saquon Barkley. Yep, in disguise. <laughs> We're trying to find out where Saquon is right now. Just make sure it's not the same. Oh, I see. The media has got cookies big as my trunk of my body oh yeah he had a 32 inch thighs he's a piece <laughs> yeah, and like right. we were sa- we we're watching him pre and like you know we're gonna tackle this guy he uh he's had a couple of big plays too. he's had a couple of big plays a couple of big plays joe horn jr the son mm-hmm. of uh new orleans saints legend get joe out horn. the cell phone baby dial it up and they're encouraging that too they're encouraging a little bit of the the cell phone play wow the we can hear the crowd. Come to play. The Guardians are here to play. They're they're making Tampa Bay look like their little brothers today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, wa- watching this man, this is this is uh, you know this is professional football. Up, oh, interception, New York Guardians. There it is. There it is. They the comeback period failed, but they gave him a chance. They came and to I still, play. I still agree with the rule with the t- with the timing change. But the cool thing is, man, even though they're down fourteen nothing going into the second half that's you know two possessions they're they're winning the game so who knows we they we could go to this quick shorter halftime by the way shorter halftime 10 minute halftime yep. and boom the whole game could change and, and that's why we watch also let's talk about uh you know obviously great display of patriotism uh they had mm-hmm. the uh, army reserves here uh, representing uh our nation's uh, armed forces and, and the color guard and the flag and all that uh beautiful um a local New Jersey girl sang the national anthem. Ten-year-old was Amazing. awesome. Beautiful Amazing voice. voice. Uh, Made me feel good going yeah. into the going into the start of of this XFL season. Our media, our media brethren and sister, sistren, sistren, brethren sistren. and sistren. Sure. Are uh, you know we're all up here enjoying the press box together, getting a little Pepsi's, getting a little Mountain Dew Zero. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna hang out. We're gonna enjoy a little bit more of this uh, game. So Matt McGloin, look at that, eleven for twenty-one, one hundred and twenty-two yards, one passing touchdown, and a rushing touchdown. Look he's at that. slinging, and he's slinging that. He's slinging, man. Can't wait to have McGloin on the podcast. So we're gonna get back to our uh, press area. We're gonna take a little walk around. Uh, at the end of the game, we're gonna be down on the field. So. Again, you're going to be listening to this in the future. Um, so when you're listening to this, you might have seen us on the TV. I know we were on TV earlier because I saw it on the on the stadium. So you're that was pretty right cool. We were. You're um, right. We were. We, we played it cool. We yeah. played it cool. Well, you know, 
Media. What do you Media. do? Yeah, that's what we do. So, uh, yeah. So, so far, my, my, my initial observation, XFL, uh, two thumbs up. Enjoying it. Competitive football. Exciting football. Um, and I'm excited to see what happens next. Good product. I want to see how it grows. I'm excited. Go Guardians. Go Guardians. <laughs>